Hey, welcome to the Little Better Podcast. My name is Daniel. I'll be your host. And this week on A Little Better, we go beyond part two, talking about beyond ministry at Northridge Church. We're talking all about our world partners, the global partners that we have across the world to go beyond, to be missionaries, the hands and feet of Jesus with all of our local partners. Our outreach development director, Michelle Geringer, is on the podcast this week. We talk briefly about sermon uh, recap and how the sermon directly applies to going beyond. Remember, our mission on this podcast is to know Jesus better and by the power of his spirit, do better so together we can be a little better. Hey, welcome to the Little Better Podcast. We're super excited to be jumping into week two of Go Beyond, and we have uh, Michelle with us today. Michelle, how are you doing? Doing great. Yeah. Happy Drew? to be here. Always good. Yeah. All right. Always we always good. start off with a one-minute sermon recap, so can you give us a one-minute about this past Sunday? Sure. Week two, Heaven Invades, we talk about uh, how Jesus can give us life to the fullest. He didn't just come to rescue us from eternity, but he came to give us life today, and so how do we experience that life It sounds cliche and it sounds churchy, but it's as simple as this. Know the shepherd and do what the shepherd says. And so if you really want to experience life to the fullest, if you follow that recipe, you will. Yeah. Absolutely. And, and I love like us doing this on the podcast this month of December because we're talking about heaven invading, but that heaven invade, you, you gave us a thesis last week of Christmas is the beginning of God's rescue mission for us, but then we're past the mandal to us of like continue this mission and mm-hmm. beyond just ties right in. Yeah. Uh, yeah, this past Sunday, we released a video on, on the Malawi Project um, and gave people an insight of a partnership that is forming and that we're pursuing moving forward uh, tied to our Beyond Ministry. So if you didn't get the chance to check out the Northridge Church service for this past Sunday, week two of Heaven Invades, to see that video, you should 100% go and do that because we're going to be talking just a little bit uh, about that. Michelle, uh, tell us a little bit more details behind what the video maybe didn't cover or flesh some of it out a little bit more on the Malawi project. Yeah, I would love to. So just in case you don't know, Malawi is a country in South Africa. Uh, my roommate was telling me I should definitely say that on the podcast <laughs> because people might not know even where it is. I was like, okay, I will definitely mention that. I had that. to Google it. I'm just being yeah. honest. <laughs> Guilty. And had to spell check it too. <laughs> so Malawi is in Southern Africa. Um, they do have a history of of exposure to HIV AIDS and it's mostly an agricultural area so there's a lot of um, there's just a lot of farmers and people that are living off the land so when something happens in Malawi like a famine or a drought or you know a weather circumstance it really affects people and so the Malawi project is really it's um, a project that's working with three organizations and they are working through the local church. And that's mm-hmm. what we're really, really excited about yeah. is that it's the local church that's addressing needs in their community, just like we do. We have yep. different partners in Rochester and we try to address real needs here. And that's exactly what we're doing in Malawi. Um, so the needs look a little bit different in Malawi yeah. than they do in Rochester, For but sure. it's the same thing. It's the local church going after people just like God pursues us. Mm. Um, and so in Malawi, there's 
there's three organizations, and what we love is that these three organizations are actually going to be working together. Um, and so this is not a common thing. So when I know Drew, you've gone to Chad before, mm -hmm. and maybe there's somebody that's listening that's been to both Chad and Malawi. I haven't. I've been to Chad. <laughs> I ain't never been to Malawi. If you've been to both, just email us at podcast please, at Northridge. Please email us. We I'd won't love believe to talk you. To you. <laughs> <laughs> um, but when we went to Chad, we saw so many different organizations that were all working yeah. alone. Yeah, mm -hmm. independently. Yeah. And we would love to see organizations learning from each other and pooling yeah. their resources together. Mm -hmm. And that's what's happening in Malawi. Yeah. Um, and so about two years ago, we started hearing about this project and it was birthed out of uh, Life Church. And so I... Have you... What's, what church? What ch yeah. yeah. Have you ever heard of them? They're the largest church small, in the world. Right? They're small. Um, so... During the pandemic, I had some time and I was working from home and I just started cold calling Life Church and I managed to get somebody to answer the phone and got a Zoom interview with um, Jeff Galley and he leads all of their, you know, their Life Church missions and their local mm. ministries, all of their enormous budget. And so I was able to talk with him some about what they do and yeah. I learned about this project. And so we... Northridge Church and Life Church are currently the only two partners of this project. So it's Sweet. kind of exciting to nice. be on Pioneering, the ground floor with it. Right? Yeah. yeah, we're just me and Jeff Galley, you know. Yeah. <laughs> Do you ever wonder uh, what they level. what they call you in Life Church? This this lady who won't stop calling. Oh us. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so um, yeah, so in the Malawi project, we are seeing organizations learning from one another. And that wasn't really clear in the video. We didn't really have time to go into that. What you mm. got to see in the video was that there's some really real needs and that they're being addressed through the local church. Mm. Needs like need for schooling for kids, yeah. need for agricultural um, growth, and really addressing um, sometimes sometimes there's cultural things that can affect the way that we see people. And mm. so in the video, we got to hear the story of Nolia, who's a just a young woman who has um, Down syndrome, and she was unfortunately hidden away from her whole community because in Malawi there's this belief that if you have a disability it's because your parents are cursed mm -hmm. and because of this belief her parents thought the best thing for her and for their family would be to to keep her inside the house and so she wasn't able to go out wasn't able to play wow. with friends wasn't able to be a part of their life and their community and not able to go to school um, so it really affected every single facet of her life yeah. and I believe we believe that Jesus affects every facet of yeah, our life. Yeah, and yeah. so when uh, World Relief was able to do some disability inclusion training with pastors in Malawi, they came to see that Jesus loves people with disabilities mm. and they gives them talents that can be yeah. used. And so we just got to watch in that video the story of Nolia's life being utterly changed mm. um, in every aspect. That's cool. Yeah. And you mentioned World Relief and you mentioned organizations partnering together. Mm -hmm. So can you tell us a little bit like what are each one of those organizations and how are they partnering together and working through the local church just a little bit? Yeah, absolutely. So there's three organizations, World Relief, and Tear Fund and Hope International. World Relief and Tear Fund both do um, international development. So Tear Fund takes a look at a community and they do what we call asset-based international development. Um, so they'll say, okay, not what are the needs, but what are the resources? What do mm. we have here that's really great? And how can we build on the resources mm. of a community and yeah. help them to continue to grow? 
Um, and so they've been doing that in Malawi for years. Yeah. World Relief has what they call church empowerment zones, and they do very similar, very similar yeah. programming. But they all have their strengths and weaknesses, right? Just yeah. like any, just like any other kind of business. And so. And then Hope International does savings groups. So this is almost, if you imagine like a community group, this is essentially a community group <laughs> wow. where in Jason the middle, is amening right yeah, now. I Jason. can hear him. <laughs> in the middle of your community group, you would basically be um, having a section where you talk about your finances and you save together. Mm. And so savings groups, they work through what they call the five W's, which is, uh, I, I always forget the fifth one, so I'm going to forget it today. It's um, worshiping together and welcoming each other. It's working through the word. So somebody comes and, and they do a, a Bible study together and then they do what they call their work. And that's when they, they look at their savings and together they start to pool their money and their savings for when emergencies happen and to allow people to take loans to start small businesses. And we've seen this just absolutely, they call it microfinance. And this has absolutely exploded um, in in areas all over the world like Malawi. And so mm -hmm. they've been working in Malawi for years doing this. And so each of these three organizations is basically learning from each other. They have on the ground in Malawi decided that it's better to work together than to work alone. And yeah. they're saying, okay, Hope, you're really good at these savings groups and we have a baby savings group project. Can we learn from you and take some of your resources? And so they're pooling, starting to pull together some of mm -hmm. their resources. And this is about... A year, year and a half in the making. Mm -hmm. nice. I think what's really cool too, and I know other partners that we partner with around the world, what I love about some of our partners is they work through the local church. Mm -hmm. And I think it's important mm -hmm. to understand with missions that, you know, I'm not saying it's it's bad to for, you know, you or me to say, hey, we're going to move across the country and become a missionary to a place. But when you use the local church, you're 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 dealing with locals, people who understand the culture, the climate, yeah. who have relationships. There's no like, oh, hey, we have to build all these things, learn language. We're working through the culture right there and the people who have been committed there and mm -hmm. saying, hey, we're going to leverage you to reach those, those people to provide for those people. We're not coming in to save the day. We're, you through the Christ, through Christ and through the gospel and meeting needs, you, you are going to be that, you know, that person who does that. I think that's super important in missions. Everything like, I know compassion we sponsor, they work through the local church. And I think this really cool how the church is that platform, that place where we can do a lot of damage for the kingdom of God and meet a lot of needs. Mm. Yeah, keyword you use is local, <laughs> right? right? You use yeah. the word local church. And now I wanted to bring up that question of, of, okay, why this approach? Why the partnership approach to international or uh, our, the, on the world scale of us being engaged in missions and uh, be going beyond on the world scale? Why the partner approach versus like, let's just plan all these trips? Yeah, that's a great, great question. So, it really does come back to that word local. We want to yeah. see the local leaders leading. And there's this there's this funny statement from uh, Northridge Young Adults. For if you if you were in North in NYM maybe a couple years ago, it was called "Let the Leaders Lead." And this <laughs> this one kid just kept yelling this out on this one uh, retreat that we went on. Let the leaders lead. And I think that's what we need to do is let local leaders take it away yeah. and make sure that we're taking really a back seat and just resourcing. Yeah. Um, and so I think that's why that's why we've really wanted to see indigenous leaders being able to reach their own people. And 
um, one of these organizations, and I'm going to intentionally not say which one, um, is finding ways to reach out to Muslims in the country because they're working through local leaders who speak yeah. the same language and are able to cross some of those cultural barriers. Yeah. Um, not being able to speak the same language is a huge <laughs> barrier. Uh, and yes. then not looking the same and then yeah. not having the same cultural cues. Like if you've ever spoken with somebody from another place, sometimes you just see things differently. Is that what you felt like the first time that we had a conversation? <laughs> well, you're from <laughs> the South, right. so basically. Still, still America, yeah. right? But I mean, I think people from churches in America th- should like imagine if somebody from some other country came in and was like, Hey, I'm going to solve all your problems. Right? Like, mm-hmm. excuse me. You don't know us. You don't speak our language. You've never been here. Like, come on, seriously. Like, but that's kind of how we do things in America. We think, Oh, if we just send a couple people from America, we have all the answers and we're mm-hmm. going to fix all the problems. Wrong, wrong. Yeah. And I love leveraging local people, the local church, to do ministry in their area, right? Yeah. But and, and there's also that aspect, too, of it's it's not just exclusive, like, okay, let everybody handle their own problems and we'll never get involved, exactly. right? We're, we're balancing yeah. this tension of it's like we're not saying we don't get involved. It's we don't have this, like, swoop in, swoop out mentality of, like, we're going to come and, and leave and go, but we're saying, like, how can we, what you talked about there is, like, those local churches organizations that are planning roots almost in this community mm-hmm. of staying for the long haul. And we're going to say, how can we over time have both gospel influence, community development, and then grow and how Jesus can yeah. change their, not just their eternal destination, but they're right now here on this earth. And that's a full picture of John 10, 10 of yep. life and life to the full. And then as that goes, those people there in Malawi and other countries and their cities across the world get a heart for other people need this too. And then they spread the kingdom of God. You know, it's that Jesus uses that parable. It's like a little leaven, you know, a little mustard seed and it grows over mm-hmm. time. It's not mm-hmm. this like bomb, 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 like it just start blowing up stuff, you know, right. um, which we've seen in the history of missions that go over really poorly in several countries of just, let me tell you about Jesus. And then I'm leaving in 10 days. Mm. Um, right. And so, yeah, for sure. Yeah, and and we love um, just the way that God has been at work. He has always been at work in all of the countries and all of the peoples Mm -hmm. all over the world. We're not the beginning of anything, and we're not going to be the end of anything. God is doing the work, and we're able to, through this model, come alongside people Mm -hmm. and be a part of it, you know, for a season, and then allow the local leadership to continue that onward after we're already gone. Because, you know, we're here in the United States. Yeah, for sure. So how does, here's a question. Let's say I'm just listening. I'm like, oh, that sounds awesome, right? Malawi, you know, I know we sponsor Kids Through Compassion. We have other global partners. Mm -hmm. Okay, it feels like to someone listening, like, okay, well, if the local church is leading it, what part can I play? Like, how mm-hmm. do I get involved and what can I do to actually make a difference around the world? Yeah, I love that question. So I think that there's a couple of things specifically that we can think about that we do often that affect other people. Mm. And one of the major ones is what we purchase. So mm. the things that we buy here affect other people all around the world. Um, if you've ever heard of the word fair trade, what that basically means is that nobody was taken advantage of in the making of a product. And so literally any products that you buy, you can find out, what happened on the way? And is this product something that somebody was 
paid fairly to make or did somebody get taken advantage of in the process? Um, and so I think that there's, and there's also a lot of um, opportunities to buy goods from other places like gift sort of items um, that are made by people who are coming out of vulnerable situations. Mm -hmm. So one great example of that is um, Agape International Missions is one of the organizations that we support. They're an anti-sex trafficking organization in Cambodia. Um, and they have a shop where they sell t-shirts and these kimono, beautiful kimono floral um, things for women. And they have flannels and all different uh, and jewelry. And I will say, uh, like, their t-shirt is, like, premium quality, too. It's they are nice. so nice. And, yeah, so just, yeah. Yeah. Okay, first of all, where do you get one? Online. So you can purchase some online. and At Agape called, Ministries? or Yep, they call Online it the, is a very, there's a lot of things. The thing. international internet. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, it's called the AIM shop. Okay. Yeah, if you wanted to look it up. I'm looking it up right now. Do we have notes? Can we put that in the notes yeah, of this podcast? Is that a thing that Aim we do on this podcast? I'm not sure where that. Cool I would yet, love to put no Ian. Yeah, let's put, put the, it in let's there. Let's get the notes. <laughs> you know? Ian, Ian, are you playing video games? No, you're not. Okay. Um, so th that's one option is just think about where you buy things and the way that that affects other people. And so all of the products through AIM are actually created by women who have come out of sex trafficking. And part of the process of coming out of that is having dignified, gainful employment long-term and having an option to not have to feel like you have to go back. And so um, a lot of the products that AIM creates, they'll actually have the name of a person who came, who created the product and the date that they left sex trafficking. So the date that they mm, got cool. to freedom wow. right that's on cool. it. Um, so I don't, you guys probably can't see me, but I am wearing a bracelet that AIM created and it says for her. And then it has her name on the inside and the date when she was set free. Wow. Um, that's so, pretty awesome. Yeah. It's I'm pretty, sorry. it's Cry cool. when you I'm open like about ready to buy all my girls <laughs> AIM bracelets. Yeah. Let's go. And so uh, for your notes, I looked it up. So it's AIM, A-I-M, free.org. You can find out uh, like all the information about Agape International Ministries. Uh, and then their apparel website is AIM, A-I-M, apparel.org. And so yep. you can buy all their stuff. Go there. buy something. Yeah, right? go a buy great, something. A great Christmas, Christmas gift, gift yeah. that has more meaning than just what's wrapped inside the gift. Right. For real. Yeah, and I, one thing I love about Beyond... <laughs> Um, even with our international partners is a lot of our ministries internally, like here in house, if you want to call it that here at our home of Northridge church are partnering with these different things. Like mm -hmm. NYA, our young adults ministry just did a partnership with aim. And we were talking about before we started recording, uh, tell us a little bit about this is like this past Saturday, right? Or two Saturdays ago, somewhere around there, yeah, uh, yeah. they did their monthly thing and we did on focused on missions and agape was one of those. Tell us a little bit about that. Yeah, so we, we had a, a night about what does it look like to live justly, and students were given a couple different opportunities to get involved, and one of those things was um, in order for, a, and most of the time, 99% of people who are trafficked into sex trafficking are girls or women, um, and so in order to, to have somebody go from slavery into freedom, there is a price tag on it. There's, it actually costs $1,000 to rescue somebody, put them in a restoration home, and help them to find gainful employment, um, and so we, we together said, hey, let's let's rescue one person. Let's change a person's life mm. forever, mm. and NYA said, no, let's do five. Mm, and so we ended up, we ended up raising $5,000 and it was maybe 60 students. I mean, mm. you just think students, they probably don't have great jobs. You know, there's not, there's not the income, yeah. but 
they had the heart for it and they yeah. said, I can give to that. I yeah. think I can change somebody's life mm. um, in that way. And so um, another way that you can get involved with global missions is considering ways that you can support a yeah. uh, compassion child or give yeah. monthly toward um, international sex trafficking. There's some ways that you can support that way as well. Yeah. And I, yeah, I know you're really passionate about compassion. Um, yeah, I, yeah. Lo- I love compassion. I was just with compassion. And I think like all the other ministries, what I love about our Beyond strategy is it gives us multiple avenues. I personally think, hey, let's be involved in all these things. But like mm-hmm. it <clears throat> hits different passions, right? Like mm-hmm. sex trafficking and sponsoring a child who's in poverty to the Malawi project. Like there's all kinds of places that we touch. And I know everybody has different passions, right? I'm a huge foster care. You, you want to get to my heart, go through my children, right? Mm-hmm. Or yeah. children. And I think Compassion International is one of our partners. They do an incredible job of ending poverty in Jesus' name, right? And so okay. we, we, I think we sponsor you know, a couple hundred kids through our church. Mm-hmm. Um, I had a chance to go out on a retreat with Compassion, and I got to hear a adult who was mm-hmm. in the Compassion program wow. who was set free from poverty and given life, right, and, and met Jesus through that journey, and his life is completely different. And one thing that blew, my, blew me away was the influence of the relationship from afar. This guy stands up, and he's talking about his life and how bad it was, but he says, what changed my life was letters from my sponsor. And they weren't like deep theological letters. It was like literally short paragraphs. And all, all he said, the fact that somebody was thinking about me and praying for me changed my life. Mm. And I was literally like, I'm a horrible sponsor. I need to go write more letters. <laughs> like, I would, it, but yeah. just to see how God is using, you know, it's if easy to... If you sponsor to, a child... Write, write them a them, letter exactly, today. Yeah. Yes, Be reminded write. to write them a letter today. Yeah, and it's it's you know I think as Americans we're like oh thirty eight dollars I'll just do that but it's it's more than that it's not even really about the money it's about the relationship yeah. it gives you an opportunity to build to give a, a child life and not just like a better life but life like we said yeah life in Jesus and life to the fullest and. Yeah, I think all those projects, that's what it's about, the gospel intervening. But the truth is, is Jesus met needs to bring the gospel. And that's mm-hmm. what we do. We live out the gospel by meeting needs and share the gospel. And yeah. it's pretty cool. Yeah, because it's more, it's more than just like, let's meet needs. Because yeah. I think what I love about Beyond and the work that, Michelle, you do and other uh, people in our Beyond team do is that you vet these organizations deeply. Yeah. You know, you ask them a lot of intentional questions on more than just like where's our money go to of like meeting you know needs of freeing women from sex trafficking or ending poverty or all these things like that and you're like okay but how are we meeting spiritual needs as well it's not Mm -hmm. one or the other but it's a both and approach and all these organizations are trusted um by you know our beyond team and and northridge because they are doing both these things um really really well and so it's called integral mission is the, um, it's a British term that okay. I've been learning because cool. um, Tier Fund has actually um, been around for a really long time in England and they're about five years in the United States. So they're oh, wow. really well known on the international scale, but in the US, not many people know them um, and they call it integral mission working to meet physical and spiritual needs at the same time and doing it through mm. a local pastor, a local church. Mm. That's incredible. Yeah. I have a question. 
Okay, you might not be ready for this. So. Bring it, bring <laughs> just, it. What is one thing about Beyond that you feel like our church doesn't know that they need to know? Hmm. You did say bring it, just for the record. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> bring it. One thing. That's a great question. I think people need to know that there are opportunities to get involved and that there's... Okay, so I'm going to tell you an analogy that I heard a few years ago. It's all about um, swimming. So I was talking about serving, and sometimes people want to test the waters before they just like dive into the swimming pool off the diving board. Hmm. And I think all of our partners have opportunities to like dip your toes hmm. into the water. Yeah. Um, and I th- and I think sometimes serving and giving sounds so big and unapproachable and hard to figure out that we just don't do it. We get overwhelmed with life and get moving on. But there are opportunities to literally dip your toes into the water and just get started yeah. with following um, one of our partners on Instagram, yeah, instead good. of seeing all of, you know, all of your friends, every once in a while in your Instagram feed, you can see, you know, the story of a life that's been changed mm. or, you know, aim will post three girls have been saved from this brothel today. And it's mm. like, wow, like awesome. that really changes yeah. my heart when I read that and I'm able to, you know, see, um, that God's at work and that mm-hmm. things are happening yeah. and be reminded of it and think about it. Um, and so follow our partners on Instagram. That's a one toe in the water step, yeah. right? Yeah. Buy one Christmas gift or, um, you know, just so that I think sponsoring a compassion child felt to me like a really big step. When I first heard about it, I was 20 years old and I thought, well, if they're only eight, then I have to commit for like 10 years. I don't know if I can do that. And I don't know how much money I'm going to be making. But, you know, after some time, then I was like, you know what? I'm ready to, to mm. do this. But I followed them on social media and was yeah. able to learn a yeah. little bit more about them and hear about other people sponsoring before I was yeah. really ready to mm. do it. And now I love the child that I sponsor. Her name's Kimberly. Yeah. So I think that that's kind of what I would want people to know is that yeah. it doesn't require diving into the deep end. You can put yeah. a few toes in the water. I love that. Yo, you hear that? Dip your toes. <laughs> I mean, seriously, toes. just yeah. dip your toes. And it's hey, like, if you, you know, it's like swimming, right? If you've dipped your toes, it's time to maybe get in the water, mm. right? So It's like, a lot more fun in the deep end. <laughs> seriously, or jumping from the diving board, right? That's it's the goal, right? Fun. That's the goal. And so like wherever you are, if you haven't started, put your toes in the water, right? If you're, you got your toes in the water, like get your waist in, go to the four foot line. Yeah. You know, if you're at the four foot line, that diving board is calling your name, you know? Yeah. yeah, we all get like flooded with social media or just different things of like constant information in. I think one thing that you hit really well is like, change your algorithm almost of like mm. what you're getting constantly fed because uh, the the natural thing for all of us to do is just be focused on like almost our immediate family much less our our city or our neighborhood it, much less the whole world of things that are happening in other countries of sex trafficking poverty all these mm. things like that but if you do that if you if then it changes your perspective like over time you know like for me i'm not a huge social media guy but i you know did the um the monthly newsletter for uh, agape and for compassion and just reading that once a month it like it's a constant like reset of it's a quick two paragraphs or something like that that I can read when it drops into my email um, and it shifts you it's, it's like, okay it's a constant okay what can I do or how yeah. can I get involved or okay I need to 
new nice shirt. I need to buy it from Agape instead of like going and getting the three dollars. And you remember, yeah. yeah. And I remember. It's a constant. It's just putting it in a way that it interrupts me mm. in a good way um, out of my normal rhythms that I have. Yeah, I mean, we did the whole series on heaven, um, yeah. and and I think what's so great about heaven is that it's going to be essentially everything we want to see happen and beyond. We we would love to see every single family be strong and unified. We want to mm. see nobody living in poverty. And we want to see an end to injustices around the world. All of that's going to be true in heaven. Mm. And it's not true now. But when I get my updates, it's like, okay, like there is a little heaven come down. There's yeah. a little heaven on yeah. earth. God is working and Jesus is here. And I want to be a part of it. Mm. And it just gets yeah. me excited to jump in and see what I can do. Last question, Michelle. Um, we've talked about dipping our toe in the water when it comes to beyond of like, okay, we're, we're no matter where you're at, you know, there's something for you to do. Follow them on social media, maybe buy a shirt, sponsor a child. But what about the deep end? You know, like Drew talked about jumping off the diving board. Like what about the deep end when it comes to our global beyond partners? Yeah. I think the deep end looks like almost like what Drew said, where you're slowly getting further and further into the water. Mm -hmm. Um, I think you, you know, you start, I started off with just like learning about sex trafficking and giving 50 bucks when I was 19. And that was like, okay, I have $50. Mm -hmm. And then it was like, all right, now I'm going to sponsor a child. And then I think, I think it's just these, these taking next steps Mm. and adding a little bit more. And then I started considering my purchases. Am I buying things fair trade? Would I be willing to buy exclusively fair trade coffee? Would I be willing Mm -hmm. to consider other people in different kinds of purchase? So kind of building on that. And I think the deepest end thing that you can do is to consistently pray. Come on. Uh, Prayer is so powerful and nothing happens in the world of missions and the world of global church without prayer. And we, we need a lot of it. Um, And I think being able to do that consistently and committing to that is when, you know, I, I felt like my interest and desire really ratcheted up when I started praying for countries Mm -hmm. around the world, for partners that I knew that really made a huge difference. Mm. I'm going to do something that you like pastors are told never to do. I'm going to cite a scripture without remembering the reference, but Proverbs says like a wise man considers all his ways. Mm -hmm. Uh, So it's be thoughtful in how you live your life. Mm -hmm. And I think that's what you're really um, hitting at is that's how we should do. Well, and God will move way more powerfully through your prayers than your dollars. Mm. Right? Like, I believe that. You can give thousands of dollars, and he'll use it, don't get me wrong, but I think your prayers are more powerful than your wallet. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, for sure. And I think if you have, if you have young kids, I think another important thing is, is uh, a lot of us, our stories is we didn't hear about these things until, you know, we hit in our 20s or uh, even later than that because the news, we didn't know or or it wasn't really accessible to us. Mm. Well, now it's, now we do know. Um, and I think you can, you know, live in, include your family in going yeah. beyond, That's you know, really, really um, good. And being know. willing to listen. Yeah. Sometimes it's hard to even want to listen because it's so, there's so much hurt and hard yeah. things to listen to. And I think being willing to listen to the stories of other people and their perspectives can really stretch and grow us yeah, also. For sure. Yes. Yeah. So, so consider how you live your life, the purchases you make, do some research. Don't just like mindlessly shop for the deal uh, because sometimes the deal come at, came at someone else's cost um, and 
and live live your life on a considered uh, consider what you buy, where you buy, how you live, pray uh, consistently, and and be faithful in what God has put, laid before us. Hmm. So I think all those things are us moving deeper into the water as yeah. as individuals and ultimately as a church family. And so. Hey, thanks so much for listening to week two of Go Beyond. Uh, remember, you can find more information about all of our Beyond partners at northridgebeyond.com. Uh, and thank you so much for liking, commenting, and subscribing. We can't wait to hang out with you again next week. Bye.